are recording. Welcome to episode 13 of Faint Praise. I'm Tony. I'm Eric. And I can tell that Eric is thinking of a way to try to trip me up. I'm not trying to mess you up. I just know that this is a podcast where we take two movies of a similar theme and compare them in various categories to see which one is better. Well, thank you. You saved me having to stumble <laughs> through that one. You don't really stumble. You just stiffly kind yeah. of blunder through it. I'm not even reading it off the paper anymore. It's just ingrained in my brain. But that's what I mean. Like you go into like this where you're like, look up and then like I go into like a fugue like, state what happened yeah you <laughs> yeah. just like blurt it out like oh, this is a movie where we go into several different categories oh what happened I blacked out there for a second well thank you for saving me from that because if you try to if you actually think about when you're doing it you'll fuck it up then probably is what you're worried about yeah I have to go into like autopilot where you can just to see me shut down words. Yeah. yeah yeah well this time the two similar movies that we talked about were uh, serial killer movies where the female detective somehow gets sexually involved in the case. Both of these Such a came random out theme. Yeah, both of these came out in 2004 and one of them is Twisted and the other is Taking Lives and also I can tell the two apart now but I guarantee you in a month I'm still not going to remember which one is Twisted and which one is Taking didn't Lives. Know which was which either. Cuz I was also confused too because I was also mixing in in my brain a random movie about serial killers with like um Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was one of these movies I just forgot, and I was confusing it in my brain. So I had not seen either of these. I okay. thought I had. You even thought you might have seen Taking Lives, Taking Lives at the beginning of it, and then over right. the course you went, "Okay, like, no, no, I've never seen this." I had definitely never seen either of these before. They just were both obviously bad movies. I mean, do you want to guess the Rotten Tomato scores on these? Of which one? Uh, let's go with Twisted first. Oh, I that- don't know, twenty-eight percent. One. One? Uno percent. One single lonely percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, they were yeah. good, but that's a bit... That's a bit harsh. Surprising. Yeah, yeah. We've watched some shit movies, and none of them got one percent. So, try it for Taking Lives. I don't know. If, I mean, if they're this... It doesn't necessarily have to be that harsh. Maybe, like, I'm going to say 18, 20 percent on that one. 22. Okay. So, you were closer on that one. And I think that's more in the realm of what yeah. it deserves. Um, but, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, but both of these, these are such, like, lame titles that you also can't keep them straight because a serial killer movie is always going to involve a twisted person who is taking lives. So right. how, <laughs> how can... people taking lives. Right, yeah. So how can you possibly distinguish between those two, uh, especially with, like, the weird sexual element, which I don't remember the trailers for these movies, but I'm sure they kind of hit that one hard anyway because... Because uh, it's a pretty big theme for them, but... Right, right. So we can get right into it. We watched Twisted first since that was 1% and we always try to go for the worst movie first. It stars Ashley Judd as our detective who gets sexually involved somehow in the case and she is like a newly promoted inspector in some... Oh, San Francisco. Very foggy, yeah, they said that. misty And San she's got Francisco. like a um, 2,800 square foot apartment in San Francisco. Ridiculous. <laughs> she lives in a fucking palace in San Francisco. Well, I mean, it would be a nice place by any standards. In San Francisco, it would probably be like $12,000 a month. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it, she spends a lot like of the time. the highest paid yeah. police detective of all time. Right. Um, or movie. she's three hours outside of the city. That's <laughs> a three-hour commute yeah. every day. Massive I think anywhere commute. in California that apartment is gonna be well, I don't know yeah. if you're just out in the middle of nowhere uh, it also stars Sam Jackson as her father figure and mentor who yeah. her her backstory is that her dad went crazy killed a bunch of people killed her mother killed himself and that's what got her into trying to get yeah he was a, he was a cop her yeah self her family right he was a cop Sam Jackson was his partner so after he went on his killing spree Sam Jackson like adopted her essentially right. 
and now he's Raised mentoring her. her through the uh, the cop life and everything. Besides that, it also stars Andy Garcia. He's her partner her in new her partner. new position as inspector. Stars Satan. Yeah. <laughs> or Lucifer from yeah. Supernatural. Right. Also Mark- known as one of the carpet pissers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think the carpet pissers did the this? The carpet pissers did this. Uh, so, yeah, Mark Pellegrino, a few other kind of recognizable faces in the cop world. The story is fairly thin. It's just that yeah. people start, men start getting killed. And as Ashley Judd... So they find out she's banged them all yeah. in one, various one-night stands. Right, right. As they start investigating it, she, yeah, she's like, oh, I fucked all these dudes. Right. And then, I don't know with these ones. I usually give the ending away. For both of these ones, should I give the ending? Do you think it matters? Yeah, it's a spoiler alert. If you, if you care about watching a, a 1%... A 13-year-old movie. A one, <laughs> rated 1% on Rotten Tomato, then yeah. you can skip ahead about 30 seconds or something. Right, so the the... A twist that was apparent yeah, <laughs> from the absolute beginning of the movie is that Sam Jackson is actually the Which killer. Which we both figured out pretty early on. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. Just the way they were setting it up. You're like, her dad did not kill well, her mom. Well, because there was only so many characters in the movie. There weren't really that many. You say that every time. It's funny. I think you might need to recalibrate your expectation of how many characters are going to be in movies. No, I say normally I'm talking about people in general. In this okay. one, it's like a murder mystery. So yeah. there's only so many suspects, if, True. That, if that works better for you. So, and a couple of them are obviously like the red herrings. Mm-hmm. It's oh, even, so it always comes down herring. to like her crazy or the Lucifer character. What, mm-hmm. Was that Pellegrino? Is that his name? Yes. He's the one who they're trying to set up as being like the unhinged, obvious one. So, and you know it's not him. So it's either her partner Garcia or Sam Jackson. Yeah, Garcia is the one that they that they hit the hardest and focus the most on. I, uh, I kind of wish they had used the Red Harrington name from uh, Lone Ranger Red because Harrington. that was basically his role in the movie. But yeah, it turns out to be Sam Jackson, and uh, yeah, she kills him. I mean, that's that's yeah. the end of the movie. Uh, but over the course of it, there also is supposed to be some quote-unquote intrigue from her bum, thinking bum, that bum. maybe she's doing it. Like she's, she's starting to lose it a little bit. Right. She thinks that she... Because she drinks wine every night. Yeah. She, yeah. So she thinks that she might be blacking out from all the wine that she's drinking. It's so dumb. Like, she keeps drinking it. Yeah. And thinks that she's like, oh my God, I may be blacking out. Let me go drink another bottle of wine. That always got me too, because as someone who is a regular drinker myself, you know how alcohol is going to affect you. Right. Especially if it's the same wine that you're drinking every night in your house you know that like if all, all of a sudden, sudden you just black out completely from like two glasses of wine right. something's wrong yeah you're not gonna be like i think i guess I'm the idea going- was that she was supposed she was just so worried that she had whatever her dad had right that she was like, i mean okay whatever i can mm-hmm. buy that i guess yeah i would definitely stop drinking though so that was a that was a frustrating part of the movie like right. why are you still doing this that made no sense with her character uh it also has a uh, as a as a minor character, Leland Orser, who I think has made a career out of just being in serial killer movies. He was also oh, know, a serial yeah. killer in Bone Collector. He was also in Seven as one of the guys, as the one who like fucked the prostitute to death with the yeah. knife dick. Uh, and he's definitely <laughs> looking through his IMDb. He's just in all of these like cop shows he's and like everything. Kind of short, like kind of creepy. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So he plays a serial killer or something. They never really said what he 
was in the movie, right? She just she apprehends him at the beginning, and it's no, supposed he was to supposed be... to be some sort of killer. They said killer, mentioned yeah. like the other people that he'd killed or oh, okay. something. Okay. It, oh, it has the weirdest opening ever. It does. I actually thought it was almost like a play or something. I thought it it looked it looked totally like a theater like right. theatrical setting, and the set was horrible. It was such an obvious set. And they did just, like a bunch of mists right. so that to obscure you know, the some sky weird obstruct- and make it or yeah. construction zone dilapidated building, and they're just standing there. They're, it's like, how did you get into this position? Right. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and Leland Orser is, like, feeling her He has, up. like, a knife to her neck and yeah. is, like, talking, says, whispering can, in her ear. He goes, I can feel your heartbeat, which made me think, I feel your heartbeat. <laughs> and he says it over and over, so I sang it over and over, naturally. Uh, and then she uses her sweet kung fu skills, which were taught to and, her by Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. There's, like, a kung fu instructor, or, like, not kung fu, but, like, a combatives instructor in the park. In the movie, and seriously, it looks like Mrs. Who is like this middle-aged, yeah. like dumpy, dumpy lady. middle-aged woman with like half <laughs> gray hair, frizzy, <laughs> half-dyed hair. Who's like and five like, foot show, three? Yeah, yeah, showing her comfort. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, why? This did is you... like a scene from Ashley Judd's actual life. If yeah. you ask me, like we're gonna beat up men. Yeah, <laughs> some of Mrs. Doubtfire's and the moves her. that she's using on Leland Dorser in the beginning look like uh, right. look like they were taught to her by Mrs. Doubtfire. Like you're supposed to go, yeah. Yeah, and do them really slowly. Right. So since we've gone through the summary, let's go ahead and get into the main reason for this podcast, which is the uh, rating system that we use. Which, <laughs> uh, so we have four different categories that we score the movies in. We can give up to five points in each. The categories are acting, visuals, structure, and entertainment you value. Again. You blacked out there. I, I came back and I saw you <laughs> give me this crazy look, and I didn't. <laughs> Your eyes just kind of go up and you're like, eh, and the categories or something. Well, you know, I'm, I'm reading all off the paper in, in my mind brain. yeah i guess that's how i memorize stuff it's okay right so uh eric and i will each score the movie in all those categories and at the end whichever movie gets the most points is considered the better I'm movie i'm starting to feel like i was too generous with these movies based on these rotten tomato scores i well let's see let's i see. think overall i'm not gonna give too much away but just my overall feeling with these movies is there was just nothing dramatic about them one way or the other. They were just very forgettable. They had no reason for being. Yeah, there was nothing significantly, like, hilariously bad. Obviously nothing good. Right. And I was just like, meh. I could see what they were going for in each of them, and they both failed utterly. It was a very perfunctory attempt at what they were going for, to Mm -hmm. me, it seemed like. Right, so let's like start done, off. It may be done by a studio type thing saying, like, we want a movie in this category, but there's no soul in it at all. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? There I, must have been some scripts, like, floating around Hollywood with these female they could get for, like, a couple detectives. Bucks, yeah. yeah, maybe. Well, they didn't have the same writers. We but... should have looked at what else was going on in this time frame. Like, maybe it was an example of, like, a bunch of other similar movies, and they sort of kind of just were like, well, we'll do a couple, too. I don't think so. I mean, I or think they were, both... were, these, were these after, like, Kiss the Girls? They were. So, so they're just like, oh, well, you take Ashley Judd, and people will go see it because it's another Ashley exactly. Judd. Exactly. Ashley Judd is actually in kind of a lot of these serial killer-type movies yeah. around this time frame. So, like, the Eye of the Beholder, where I think she's a female serial killer. Oh, she's the bad guy. Yeah, and then there's Double Jeopardy, which is right. not a serial killer movie, but it's But it's not a crime still... right. murder movie with her in it. Yeah, and I was looking through her IMDb, there are more of them so she just likes these kinds of movies and Angelina Jolie had been in The Bone Collector it's a sort few of one of her first earlier. big movies since like Hackers I guess it kind of put her back into yeah the... it was like after the like the Tomb Raider year was it after Tomb Raider? Uh, I thought it was before I'm pretty I sure actually, it was before uh, let me see. I so Taking Lives is because I didn't know who Angelina Jolie was. I was still fairly young, and I was like, 
a teenager, and I didn't know who she was when she watched, and I knew who she was when I watched Tomb Raider. The Bone Collector was 99. You're right. Tomb Raider was uh, 2001. Okay, see? Which is actually called Lara Croft colon Tomb Raider. Yeah. I don't know why. It just is called Lara Croft, and then there's like Tomb Raider. Yeah, interesting. That's like the John Carter I mean, all the posters, I think, just said Tomb Raider on them, but the official movie. That's all I remember, and that was the more... Because I knew who she was. Oh, it's what's-her-name. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't. I didn't know who she was. You're in right. Bone, Bone Collector. Collector. She's still got that kind of like young chubby right. face. Right. And it was too. like a Denzel movie. It wasn't really a Angelina Jolie movie. Right. Right. So maybe this was just her trying to return to. I mean, it's kind of an easy way to make a couple bucks as an actor. You. Yeah. You. It's a pretty comfortable movie. You know what you're going to get into. You've done movies like this before, etc. Right. Uh, so go ahead and start off with your acting score. Okay. For Twisted. We're yeah. Not, we're talking about Angelina anymore, but. Yeah. I, I said. Uh, one and a half. I said two. I was so. I was oscillating between one and a half mm-hmm. and two. The reason I put it down was because of like total lack of chemistry. Complete and stuff lack like of that. chemistry is total, the first thing yeah, I wrote. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Totally. Um, and this is between both the father daughter relationship yeah, with Ashley Judd and Sam Jackson, and the ex and and with Garcia. That right. was totally. There's such there was random casting. I think the trio of like Andy Garcia. Ashley Judd and Sam Jackson just totally doesn't work at all. Right. And I, none of them are bad actors. None of them did a bad job Not in either. And of itself, Andy yeah. Garcia was trying to be way too intense. He right. had a couple yelling scenes that were they totally were, out of place. That was place. all part of them trying to make it seem like he exactly. might be the killer. I don't right. blame him for that because they're probably no. like, no, you need to seem more intense. Yeah, you need to seem more more, uh, more dangerous. Right, but there was nothing, Start be- yelling there was nothing at her. behind it. Yeah, you could tell it was just some guy yelling because that's what the scene oh, is. Oh, they also to. had him do some creepy shit around her. One of the times that she's drinking wine and she passes out Andy Garcia is actually like standing watch outside her door because at this point a few people have died around her and they're wondering people, yeah. are they coming for you like they know and so he comes in as her. she's passing out and they've already tried to establish that he's like sexually attracted to her right. like he might be dangerous at this point yeah and he she's passed out on the couch and she's wearing a robe and he is just doing his best to look up that robe yeah. and totally thinking about pawing I mean, at her while just, she's <laughs> that was just per- purposefully done by them too. I know I know that was bad That's... filmmaking because they couldn't think of a way to make us think that it's him Right. Without being over, making him creepy. You're right. I'm totally mixing my structure score and right. my acting score. But, but it's, it's just, hard. Yeah, when it's that sort it of is. stuff, it's hard to separate And it when because... it's not the actor's fault, you could tell they're doing the best with right. the material. But the the complete lack of chemistry is what knocked those points off. And Sam off. Jackson shows up at like three scenes in the movie. Yeah. It's, just, it's really weird. His character was the weirdest. Yeah. And all he did... Uh, that's why it was so obvious that he was the killer because why right. else are you here? Yeah, he also no would do this reason. weird like quizzing thing with her. This movie has no detective work in no. it. The only thing it has is like every once in a while observational skills. Sam Jackson tested. will show up and be like, "Tell me what's around you." No, Which has don't nothing look. actually to be with being a detective. Okay, if you have a good memory, you can well, be a good detective. observation yeah. is important. But what if she's like? Not good at putting things together. Mm-hmm. She just okay. You saw it was on the poster on the wall behind you when you walked in. Who fucking cares? Right. I can do that in a bar. Bartender, double D's, right. blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he should be a detective. <laughs> detective Eric is on the case. Yep. Uh, I think that's all I have to say about acting. It's not one of the things that stands out in yeah. this movie. Either way, uh, that's what I was. Well, that's what I was right. about everything. Right. You're right. Absolutely yeah. nothing stands out except that. Mark Pellegrino and being Lucifer and right. like is he always a bad guy? Can he be a good guy? Does anybody care about Mark Pellegrino? I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> All right, so moving on to visuals, I I gave it a one. I gave it a one and a half because, like I said, there's nothing too dramatically terrible. It was just 
there was nothing to look at in this movie. It looked like a TV movie. And her movie. hair kept changing. Yeah. <laughs> so she's got this really short haircut, which neither Eric nor I are big fans of. But it every scene, it was just a little bit different in yeah, an like annoying a bit like more way. More feathered, maybe, yeah. or just more product in this one. Or and like, are It'd these be more slicked back. Yeah, sometimes? or more f- fluffy in another one. And you're just like, why is it different every fucking time? Right. And every scene just looks like an obvious set, especially that ridiculously huge apartment that we right. uh, alluded to earlier. The opening scene, I actually thought the opening scene looked so bad that I thought it was going to be a training exercise. Right. Except that Leela Norser was like feeling her up, and right. I went, well, I guess this isn't a training exercise because that like well it's, it's set yeah. up that way like literally it opens and they're just like standing like right legs akimbo in the middle of you this, can practically like, hear and action yeah, exactly. and then they like start moving yeah, and it could have been like a, a movie like yeah that's what you're waiting for is it looked like a play or yeah something. It and terrible. it looks i don't think anything was filmed outside and that's why they they constantly have this like hazy smoke fog they had because a, i think they're, they're trying on to the obscure. rocks one time like True. getting a body out of the jetty True. or something but, but i think for the most part they're like trying to obscure that it's all inside and that yeah. like create the illusion of more yeah it was very open space probably inexpensive movie to make there was just nothing to look at the right. no, no visuals other than that like terrible set mm-hmm. most of the visuals weren't in and of themselves bad there was just nothing there and the fight scenes were embarrassing yeah. every time she tried like, yeah, to yeah 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 every time she uh tried to fight someone off it was just it was stiff and unconvincing and it right i, I mean it kind of makes sense that she was taught by a middle-aged yeah, lady. Right. <laughs> it looked like she was taught by a middle-aged like lady. Paula Dean or something. Right. So that's why I had to give it a one because I went, ooh, there is just, there's nothing. There's I mean, nothing there's a lot that could have been significantly worse. That's yeah. why I gave it a one and a half and not a one because, you know, overall the the film quality, cinematography, shot setup, you know, costumes, mm-hmm. physical effects. None there's of that no was bad. There's no costumes in these Well, movies. I know, but yeah. I mean, like, nothing was too crazy. Yeah. Like, and the physical effects were fine. Like, if he shows a cut or something, it looks fine. You know, mm-hmm. nothing was that bad. Yeah. But there was just nothing other than, like, that crazy, shitty set. But right. there was just <laughs> nothing there to look at. It was just, like, being inside someone's apartment for two hours. Right. All right, so moving on to structure. How did you feel about I that? I gave it a 1.5 again. I gave it a 1. So you were a little more generous in every category Well, because than nothing me. was so dramatically, like... No, I gave it a 2 in acting. You gave it a 1.5, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because so, most of her casting and stuff. But, I mean, everything was just on the ass end of total mediocrity, you know? There wasn't, like, mm-hmm. dramatically terrible anything. I think it's pretty bad when you have a movie that is completely dependent upon a twist ending and you can tell the twist at the beginning. So but that's, that's, what, why I, I mean. that's why I gave it a one because like I went, there's no reason to, to watch be relying this on the twist ending too much because, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying that because it doesn't feel like it was a twist even. It just feels That's like, how badly it failed. It, yeah. Every single character, every male character only existed as a red herring. Every one of their actions, every way that they acted was just like, ooh, maybe this guy could be it. And it was totally right. unnatural. So the characters were all unnatural. Like at one point, we keep referring to this Mark Pellegrino character. He's supposed to be an ex-boyfriend and of he Ashley Judd. And he's a cop. He's a, he's a cop, cop. And he's supposed to be still wanting to get with her. And right. like, so he, so he's sort of like, not not aggressive, but he's coming but like, under on, bars. Like, come this, on, come on, please, yeah, please. Showing up everywhere. And... There is a time that he breaks into her apartment right. and tries to rape her. Yeah, basically like, will not get off her. She has to like kick him in the balls. Yeah, and... 
and then she's still thinking that maybe she's the one killing these guys. You know, just nothing nothing makes sense. Why right. why would she have let him get away with that? Why would she have thought that it was her when obviously all these men around her were just being complete scumbags, you know, <laughs> with Andy Garcia was making jokes to her about uh she said something about passing out the night before and he went, "Wish I was there." Yeah, yeah so it's like, just, "What?" <laughs> my god. All of the cops that she works with... It's like Ashley Judd's actual vision of what dudes are like. <laughs> well, I, I was looking up some stuff about her. Apparently, she has a history of sexual abuse as oh, a really? child. Huh. Yeah. So I, it's, it's unfortunate that she probably had some... Maybe had some kind of hand in like, oh, yeah. they're all pigs. Make them all right, pigs. Yeah. They're Make all them killers. All filthy rapists kind of thing. Right. But or it, some of it was just ham-fistedly trying to get you to think it was... Cause, and, that, and Sam Jackson was the only character they didn't do any of that with. Right. But because of that, he just wasn't he in the out. movie. Yeah. He, well, he also just he stood out obvi- as an obvious choice, and also he just was not in the movie. Mm-hmm. He was probably in the movie for like seven minutes of screen time before the, you find out yep. that it's him. Yep. And then this was probably the worst part of structure for me was like he just shows up all nonchalantly as like the bad guy and like is explaining it to her like totally openly like. Oh yeah, I obviously set up your dad too, and like he didn't say that, but it's like so it's totally obvious. Well, there, there's the yeah, you're talking about the scene near In the, the very end, end where he's framing where he's, yeah he's, Garcia for it exactly, but she doesn't know at this point that it's Sam Jackson. She thinks it's Andy Garcia. And she's figuring it out though as and he's Sam like, oh yeah, Jackson, we gotta. He like walks in with her. He's putting on gloves. He's like setting things around the house. Yeah, like he's staging talking. it, and like Garcia's all drugged. He drugged him at this point. Right, and it takes her a really long time to figure out what's going right. on. A stupid long time right i would say as an actress she does a pretty good job of conveying like the struggle of your father figure like, Wait a second, what yeah the yeah like, tr- but the movie set up so she transcended the situation as an actress and did a better <laughs> job of conveying uh, the struggle a- yeah for this completely and also like the way he did it just doesn't make any sense like yeah, why, why on earth point? would you do like that doesn't yeah. make any sense he had her convinced she right. thought that it was andy garcia so All he had to do it has been like Let's get you out of here, and then right. like come back or something. And later on, anything. he could have. Yeah, yeah later on, he could have set that so scene. It was so dumb. Up. Yeah, it was one of those. It was the movie was done, or not the movie, but the scene and the writing of this particular part was done exclusively for the audience, which makes it not make any sense as like a realistic way that this would go down. Right, because it was like a showing, not telling kind of thing. Or, I mean, telling, not showing, whatever you want to call it. One of the. Uh, main characteristics of this movie I thought was a distrust of the audience. They spelled everything well, yeah. out. They treat they like you're said, a little kid. Right. Or even things that the actors were feelings that the actors were conveying successfully they would still without words. They would still Yeah, like when Ashley Judd first gets her promotion and she's walking in with her she's introducing herself to her new coworkers right. and they all hate her right. instantly. And everybody's doing a good job and at one point Andy Garcia went, Well you're making enemies already. Yeah, I right. fucking saw that she was or making enemies. She would, like saw see this guy at a bar and see his weird hand tattoo and then they end up banging and then they find a body and it would show the hand tattoo and then they'd have like a flashback yeah, like them banging. yes they're banging <laughs> like let me know that was like eight minutes ago right right we remember the hand tattoo we're not all idiots yeah we, <laughs> we do like, remember we're not goldfish our memories are a little <laughs> bit longer <laughs> yeah you don't have to constantly remind us uh all right so the last section entertainment i I gave it a one I again. Gave it a one. I was that's what not... I mean. Like that's why what I was thinking is like obviously stuff like structure. We've seen so much worse in the way movies are made, but this one just failed because it was totally. It put boring. you to sleep. Yeah, it was just boring. It, it put Eric to sleep. He had to take like a four-hour nap. I literally <laughs> had to break in the middle. I was like, I'm passing out. I mean, there were other fad my own stuff going on. But... Yeah. <laughs> it was bad weather. It was yeah. real rainy. You know. 
But yeah, it totally put Eric to sleep. It, it wasn't necessarily a horrifically painful experience. But that's what I mean. Like, it was just total yeah. boring mediocrity. Right. Nothing there. You will forget. I won't even remember this movie. Yeah. In the way that you remember like Suicide Squad or even Ender's Game or something. Like yeah. that sticks in your memory because it's so bad. Right. This one is just, there's nothing there. Yeah. It's like a white bread sandwich with nothing in the middle of it. There were a couple parts that made us laugh with just like weird things well, that us characters did. Us making fun of it, like yeah. the Mrs. Doubtfire fight instructor. Yeah, and uh, when she kills Sam Jackson at the end, this is supposed to be a very emotional scene. It's right. outside, it's by the docks. She shoots him, he falls in the water, and then these like seals at the docks start yeah, barking. Like, or, 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 or. <laughs> they like way overdid like the yeah. after adding of like the... The ADR. San Francisco yeah, sound. Yeah. So he like flops in the water and the seal's like or, 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 or. During the and emotional climax up. of our movie. Ridiculous. And then there was another scene where four men that she slept with have been killed at this point. Right. And they're starting to finally suspect her. Because they're like, all right, this is too yeah. weird. So they lay all the folders in front of her and she starts to have a breakdown because she also suspects herself. And in the midst of her and breakdown, she, she like, like calmly stacks the folders and then she pulls one out from the middle and puts, and puts it, on it on top. top. And I was like, she wanted the hottest yeah, guy like, on top. These were in the wrong order. I banged him first. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just just weird decisions that just strange I couldn't stuff. imagine that was an acting decision. They must have been like, no, mess with the folders. Or she more. thought it was the scene was over and was just trying to put them back together <laughs> yeah. for the for the next take and like right. It just looked that way. Okay, so real quick, let so me. So I got five, or all one and a half except for entertainment. All right. So what's that total? Four and a half, five and a half. Five point five, and I said two one one one. So I said five. So total pretty of close. ten and a half. Pretty close. Yeah, we're only half pretty, a point off. Yeah, we're pretty much in and agreement in with acting. this one. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to Taking Lives, which also two thousand four, and like we said, twenty two percent Rotten Tomatoes. It had some weird similarities it to did. Twisted. Like both of them drove Mustangs. Yeah, like the, both of the girls drove Mustangs. The way that the people were killed, their faces were disfigured. Which I thought was interesting because in Twisted, there was no reason for that. In Taking right. Lives, he purposefully disfigured them because he was also supposed to be assuming their identities. And he didn't want to be able to identify them. Right. And I also thought the Mustang in Taking Lives was, was silly just... because she's supposed to be... She's an FBI agent who has been called to Montreal. So she didn't live there. Right. So she's in like a rental car. Why did she rent a fucking Mustang? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And uh, she also has an unrealistically huge living quarters. She's right. in this. Uh, she's She's in this hotel room that looks like a fucking chapel that makes more sense i mean if you're a, a federal agent who's on on some kind of assignment where they they put you up in a hotel why does this hotel room even look like this though yeah, it looks weird. like a it looks Pillars like a queen's quarters yeah. it, like i imagine a queen elizabeth set could also be it, like the bed has these dramatic like drapes above right. it and she's She's sticking the pictures of the bloody bodies everywhere. Yeah. So anyway, the the summary of the movie, Angelina Jolie, like I said, FBI agent who gets called to Montreal to help profile a serial killer, which is funny because at the point that they call her, they've found one body. So I don't exactly know. Yeah, and they, they sort of seem to think it was this. It was like the, another example of them knowing that they're in a movie, writing it as though they're in a movie. Yeah. Like, they know it's a serial killer, but, like, they wouldn't in real life at that point. Right. They're just like, we're starting our serial killer movie. Let's get the piece. Yeah. We- yeah, Here's our first body. It's right. like, you don't know it's a serial killer when you only have one body. Yeah, so you got all these Montreal cops, which are just, they're not big characters. She's the main focus. Your second main character is Ethan Hawke, who plays a man... Who, he's an art dealer who interrupts who one of these. the first murder. Yeah, he interrupts one of these killings. So then they start to work with him to try to catch the killer because he's an artist, so he draws an accurate sketch of the person. They want to use him kind of as 
Fate. Uh, they also are setting up that Angelina Jolie and he are, there's a lot of sexual tension. Yeah. That's again where, where the her getting sexually involved in the case uh, comes right. in. So it ends up that the person that they think is the killer is uh, Kiefer, this Kiefer Sutherland character that Ethan Hawke has drawn the picture of. Uh, again, we're going to give away. We're, yeah, spoilers. Yeah. yeah, so skip a couple minutes ahead if you don't want the whole movie spoiled for you. So he's drawn this picture of Keith or, Kiefer Sutherland. In the, Keister Sutherland. Yeah, Keister Sutherland. Uh, <laughs> there, <laughs> in the background, there is this old lady who goes to the cops because she's like, I saw my son That's on a, a ship totally today. That's a weird part oh, of the it's movie. An, it's another just it's like no the movie sense. needs this yeah, to happen. Yeah, so they sort of just... Yeah, this old woman's like, my son, I thought he died 20 years ago, but I just saw him on a ship. First he's of all, why very would anyone dangerous. care? Yeah. They'd be like, okay. Yeah, he's very dangerous. Let's talk to the insurance fraud people or something. What so, are you telling us So this they for? instantly went, this woman came to the police, that must be the killer. Yeah, they for inexplicably link it to one specific murder case that they're working on. Right. And they give absolutely no reason why that would be right. the case at all. Right. So The so, only thing I can think of, and they don't mention this in the movie, is that when the son faked his death the first time, when why his mom thought he was dead, was the face was smashed in. But it was because it was hit by a car. They wouldn't assume that he had, like, purposefully smashed the face. Right, in. right. Her son's very first murder, like Eric said, was he he kind of hooked up with this other drifter kid that was the same age and everything as him. And he pushed him in front of a car and then took his identity. So they thought that it was his body in front of the car. And, yeah, so it wasn't even, like, the same M.O. or anything. Nothing. And it was, like, 20, 15, 16 years ago. Right, right. There would have been absolutely nothing linking this old Makes lady. Makes no sense. Yeah. To this, one crime that they're working on. Right, and they would have totally thought this woman was bonkers anyway. Well, they even would, if they didn't think yeah. she was bonkers, it would have been like, what, you said your son who you thought was dead is now alive? What is, I mean, that's nothing for us to investigate, really. Unless yeah, you, you yeah. think there's some kind of insurance fraud or something. Right, so they start going after this Kiefer Sutherland character, and they actually, he he dies in a car, car in, a, in a chase with them, and when they bring the old lady in to identify the body, because they are 100% certain that this old woman and her son... Right. Uh, that's the killer. She sees that uh, the body is not her son, which how would she know it was 20 years ago? That's another thing I thought. Yeah. She was like... Yeah, she was like looking at eyes and she's like, that's not it. Those aren't his eyes. I mean, I guess if it's the wrong eye color, you yeah. could know that. But yeah. it's just kind of weird that, first of all, why they would think that automatically that that was the person they were looking for and then why you would be able to identify a body of someone you hadn't seen in 15 years right so who wasn't even an adult the last time you saw exactly it was supposed to be like 16 or 17 the last time you saw him people change a lot so in the elevator on the way back down from not identifying the body she actually gets in the elevator with her son and he murders her who is ethan yeah yeah the big reveal is that it's ethan hawk Angelina Jolie at this point has slept with Ethan Hawke right. because they thought their investigation was over, and so she gave in to her passion. And uh, so she sees she sees this scene of gore and knows that it's him. She actually supposedly gets fired from the FBI for for this. He he gets away. Yeah. Um. She gets fired from the FBI, and it cuts to seven months later where she's pregnant and she's living alone. And Ethan Hawke shows up at her house and starts to like 
beat her up and push her around and he actually stabs, stabs her, pregnant her in her pregnant belly. belly yeah. uh, but then the second big twist is that she has been faking her pregnancy knowing that he would be watching her and that she could catch and him like this. he would like show this. up at some point. Yes. So she pulls off a fake rubber belly. Right. And she's been working with the Montreal cops this whole time. She kills Ethan Hawke and then she calls up the cops and says, it's done. I yeah. got him. Uh, so that was, that was the big, a more, a more effective twist than the previous one. You actually didn't see that one coming. You were like confused. You didn't, well, you didn't see the Ethan Hawke one coming. And no, I did. I figured that, you did? He, yeah, because, but what you I did. You seemed confused what, when it happened. Well, cause they did a very strange job with the whole Kiefer Sutherland character. Mm-hmm. I knew that Ethan Hawke was the bad guy, but I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I was like, how, like, who the fuck was this guy then? Like, yeah. they, he was obviously some kind of criminal. Like, yeah. they had, there was a chase scene before where he got away where the cops had been chasing him. He, he showed up trying to hurt Ethan Hawke's yeah. character legitimately. Like, it, it wasn't fake. Right. So I'm like, well, who the hell was he then? Like, right. I know that they were setting this up to be... Okay. But I just didn't know how... I didn't really understand the yeah. whole thing. And they do explain it, though. You don't really know yeah. at that point. Yeah, you were pretty... When he stabbed her belly, though, you were like, whoa! Like, oh, they did it. They stabbed her pregnant <laughs> yeah, belly. Yeah, so Eric got... Because movies ex- don't do that shit. And they didn't, honestly, in yeah, this one either. Yeah, Eric got kind of excited. But I was I, like, do it. I, killed I, it. Yeah. I haven't been... I, yeah, I was the most... Um, I don't know. I don't want to say proud of it. Because movies don't normally do things that are that... You know, Outside the realm of Since like the, social the acceptability. the kid was shotgunned in The Happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a terrible, yeah. terrible movie. But it was the only good part where some crusty old guy blows these kids away from being on his porch. It was pretty shocking, I too. I was like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> so it was another one of those moments. Right, where uh, I was just like, oh, they did it. It was fairly effective, too. It was. So the problem yeah. was I knew that both of those were... I, I, I had, That one they got me. I did not think... I had heard about this movie before, so I knew Ethan Hawke was a bad guy. I knew she was faking it. So I, I, it had less of an effect on me, but it was fun to hear you be like, whoa! Now, honestly, I will say, though, I didn't really know that Ethan Hawke was the bad guy until the car crash. Oh, yeah. Because then I was like, oh, obviously, this is... This is too early and to And then the guy's the dead, yeah. and I'm like, it's not, yeah, okay, now, obviously, that's the case now. Yeah. But before, you're like, okay, he, he saw the murder, maybe is, but okay, probably not now, because this other character had shown up at that point, mm-hmm. and is actually trying to get him. Yeah. Turns out it was for money, like, he had screwed the guy over for money. Yeah. And they don't tell you that. Yeah, so he was, do, like, a low-level The movie criminal, does kind of yeah. trick you in that way. Like, yeah. they purposefully, which is, they I mean, it's okay, it, yeah. they didn't do it in a way that didn't make sense, but it did make it a little bit hard to understand for a second. Yeah, it was definitely confusing at first. So, But it was right. definitely a better attempt than the one in Twisted. Oh, yeah, it wasn't telegraphed as bad yeah. as it was in Twisted. Okay, so uh, transitioning into the scores. I think I'm going to be doing differently than you on this one for some reason. All right, let's see. We say that a lot, and it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So I said two and a half. Oh, I said two. Okay. And I honestly, I thought both... Ethan Hawke and Angelina Jolie actually did pretty good in this. There were a couple of things. He did a really good job, I think. She actually had a lot of scenes where it was like non-verbal stuff that I thought was good. Like she would like react weird when someone like touched her in a creepy way or something that I just picked up on. I, I, I thought she did pretty good. I don't think they had good chemistry in this movie at all though. So so we definitely, you're right, we are different on this. Our scores are similar, but for different reasons. Okay. I, you were, you're totally right. She was playing a very weird person right. and she did that very well. And I appreciated that, but I didn't really like 
Right, that but character. that's not really but part it was of the kind acting. Of, it was kind of interesting. It ended up having no bearing on the story, right. which I felt like they should have taken that more because she would do things like she would lay in the graves, like to like get a sense of the yeah. Time. But they didn't really go anywhere with that, right? They never was... went anywhere with that. But I mean, she is she is a such a good actress that yeah, her just her weirdness came yeah. through in this character, and it was purposeful. It, made it wasn't it more just of a her... fleshed out character, than, right? Right. Um, than like the other movie, and I, I thought Ethan Hawke did a good job. I actually thought he was overacting really? a little bit. So? Yeah, I. He had this weird, like, almost acting, New York accent. But he was, was acting kind of, like a guy who was acting as another character. Now and I think true, I think that yeah. that's why it was good. Is because yeah. it was supposed to be a little stilted because that wasn't supposed to be who he really was. Yeah, and may, so maybe I'm a little being meta. Unf- you yeah, know what I mean? maybe I'm being unfair. And I thought that her chemistry with him was good, but his wasn't good with her. Like, I'm just I saying, know. as a couple, yeah. they didn't really really set up at all why they mm-hmm. were like. I mean, that's not the way attraction works, I guess. But it just yeah. all of a sudden was like, obviously they're attracted. It needs to happen for the story. Yeah. But they didn't really set it up that well. Yeah. I, th- I thought she set it up well. She did fine. But yeah. He, yeah, he was just there kind of for, in that aspect. Right. Fair enough. But overall, it was, it was a weird pairing. I didn't think the one French cop did a very good job. Like the angry one. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was just uh, kind Olivier of... Olivier Martinez or yeah, something like that. Yeah, he was just kind of... He be, was just angry, angry for cop. no reason. Yeah, yeah. He hated her and whatever. Yeah, they're like, hate this character. Right. You hate her because she's coming in to help. And so and now you're going to slap her. But that her. was really the only real characters that are in the movie all that much so since the majority of them were doing pretty well I couldn't give it that hard of a mm-hmm. just chemistry a little bit of that and like I think Ethan Hawke was kind of miscast it didn't yeah, yeah I could say that but I mean his acting was fine but I don't necessarily think he was the best person for that yeah so that's why I gave it a two, but not... Yeah. I can't put my finger on it quite what was off-putting to me. But yeah, so similar scores. All right. Moving on to visuals. I said two. I gave it a two also. Okay. Yeah. It, it's There's not a lot to comment on. Same it's thing. Kinda, it's it, kind of bland. They will... Um, most of the movie's bland. She gets naked in it briefly. I, 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 put, I put nothing to comment on bland, and then the next line is boobs. Yeah, boobs. So. <laughs> uh, there's no fight scenes. No fight scenes. The only I, action I, is that one chase scene. Which is very kind of lame dryness. Yeah. I will say the one imp, the one visual that there was a couple that were most of the movie is very boring visually. Mm-hmm. The when he's cutting the woman's head off in the elevator, that was like a super impactful visual. Yeah, yeah, that was that, a good gory Cuz if at that point you hadn't this figured it out you would have been like whoa like yeah. all of a sudden he's just sawing this woman's head off yeah and then just like standing there holding it it's like oh hi yeah and the stabbing in the bellies too in the pregnant belly you're like oh that catches you off guard right but most of it is forgettable and boring it's the same visually. as the other movie where it's just inside of rooms yeah people talking not much to look at in this movie at all right right so it's a tough one even to the score. one murder you don't even see yeah like yeah. It's, they talk like it's ethan hawk described like apparently they had run up on him trying to quote-unquote resuscitate the guy really they just busted him in the act and he was he set that up though that purpose? was that had to have been purposeful why i, I don't, don't think know. it was i always got the impression that it wasn't and things he just got lucky with the Kiefer sutherland character who who he owed money to oh yeah yeah. See, I thought that... I don't even get the idea. I of, thought he had purposefully like set up this whole... I don't think oh, he drew I, that picture supposed to be Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland didn't have like a beard like he drew or glasses, did he? I think they just did a bad job of getting a picture <laughs> that looked like Kiefer it Sutherland. It was supposed to be? I think it was supposed to be... But they drew like a long else, beard. How else were they going to know who he was? Like, I mean, he was just like, oh were, yeah, yeah, that's the guy afterwards. And they're like, oh, okay. But at one point they made but, a point of saying, but you, the picture you drew was so accurate. That's why yeah. this didn't make sense to me the part with Kiefer yeah. Sutherland because I was like this is really kind of being like hammered in right once once Kiefer Sutherland started showing up we were like who is this guy what is he doing here is that supposed to be the guy he drew the picture of I don't know it's kind of ambiguous whether it was purposeful or not that yeah he that's, was, that's yeah. why it's kind of confusing is you're just nah, don't really know 
but right, right. But, but visually, that's not really just a visual mostly thing. boring. Yeah. Couple good impactful visuals, so I give it a two. Right, same here. And just then, needed more going on visually, yeah. but I think I might have been overly rough on structure. I'm not going to change mm. it, but I was. I was pretty harsh. I said one. Oh, I give one and a half. Okay, all right. Not too different. Because there was the uh, really awkwardness that we were just talking about. Just overall, it was a fairly boring movie. Right. And that's always related to the storytelling and stuff. And every every important decision made no sense. It was like, just like in, we're saying, in a real world. All the world, stuff with the old lady and the FBI and agent FBI on one agent, yeah. and linking these automatically. Like It was really done just like the other one. It's similar to the, the movie in that sense where it was done... Knowing that they're doing a murder mystery and like the character, like the almost like the characters know they're in a murder movie, like this here's our first body kind of thing. And you're like, right. first body? What do you mean? How, what makes you think it's related at all to anything? And the cops being upset, the one cop being upset that she was there was just like, and like that the came constantly out of- leaning over desk and being like, you're a fucking woman boss. And yeah. All this stuff. Like, <laughs> Both of these movies, that was another thing that was like, it's like really a Bill Burr who they're always talking about. Like when there's a movie about like the one black guy in the swim team and there's yeah. someone who stands up in the stands and screams like a racial slurs like who is this guy? Yeah. Like who are these people like this guy like leans over, puts his leg up on the chair and is like, We have a way of doing things around here and, and involve no woman. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's like this oh god. Yeah, just care. By the way, this is fucking Canada. Like, right. <laughs> like, oh sorry, sorry, you want some coffee, sorry. Yeah, just just caricatures of sexist pigs right. that make no sense in the real world. In two thousand four, I know that's thirteen years ago at this Point, but still, but no one was like, oh my god, like a Victorian woman's times. working in here. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, cover up your chest, <laughs> yeah, exactly. madam. You know. When you're doing the briefing, make sure your ankles aren't showing. Yeah. So it, that is very, it, it just doesn't, it goes nowhere. It makes no sense. Uh, and then I think one of the other cops is supposed to have some kind of history with her. That's, did you get? Did you pick Which up on one? that? The older cop who called her in was supposed to, it kind of seemed like he either was attracted to her or... I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. There I think you're like supposed to be weird, sweet on her, but like nothing had happened. There was some weird happened. tension with that that went nowhere. So, yeah, the movie was confusing. None of the decisions made sense. Yeah, it was boring. boring. So that, that transitions well to entertainment. I gave it a one. I, I was, gave it a one and a half. I thought yeah. it was because of not being totally sure until right before the twist. I think that's decent. I mean, and there is at least... Mm-hmm. I think a the little, issue. I mean, it's still low, one and a half. It's not very entertaining. It's pretty o- boring, but it was only, slightly better than the other one. The only reason to watch this movie is for the twist and the fact that I knew both of the twists. I, yeah, that, that, yeah, obviously, I can see that would have made it a lot worse. I just was like, that's what you get for like reading about them all beforehand. I didn't read about it. I heard about it on other. Oh, on other podcasts. Yeah, other podcasts. So I knew about this one. So that made it a little better for me, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, that probably counts for the half a point difference. Is if you don't know, and it's at least a little bit intriguing. Intriguing. Right, but when there's no intrigue and you're just watching these weird there. people doing no these good stupid visuals, things. no good, yeah, nothing is really making that much sense. Right. All right. So run Angelina through. Jolie is only naked for like half a second. Yeah, there's one boob scene. <laughs> so it's not that great. Right. So run through your scores again. Two, two, and then one and a half, one and a half. Seven. Oh man, I said two and a half, two, one, one for six and a half. So we were only half a point on off both on of both these of these. Wait, which one did you get on the first one? Five. Five, yeah. So you were half point lower than me on both. Right, of them. you were slightly more generous to each of them. That makes sense. I think I especially just, like I said, considering 
you, I mean, that alone, the fact that you knew what was happening is enough to justify at least a half a point of making exactly. it worse. Because that's probably the only thing that the movie has to really offer that it, would it be is. interesting. Yeah, and then the first one, I mean, whatever. I think in general, you're probably a little bit more easygoing about One thing about that I thought movies. was weird is because, I mean, I remember thinking that, like, obviously I didn't know the, the pregnancy thing was fake. Mm -hmm. But she was, like, in the shower, like, violently scrubbing herself. They had just yeah. the idea of having had sex with the serial killer. I was like, she would not have, like, had, planning on having this baby. Yeah. I was like, that makes no sense. And here she is, like, making the nursery, reading air for twins and all this, of, like, serial killer babies. I'm like, this doesn't yeah. really make sense. <laughs> yeah, that would have been... You know, she was been... literally like, oh, I can't believe it. Like, yeah, gagging was... and scrubbing herself. Yeah, and... you said she was in the shower. She was sitting next to the toilet Oh, that's right. Yeah, herself. like, well, I showed her in the shower, and then she was, like, in between the toilet and the wall, and we were like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have sex with a serial killer yeah. than sit on the bathroom floor in yeah. between the toilet and the wall. Yeah, just take a regular shower. Yeah, exactly. What are it's you right doing? there. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yes. She reacted very violently to the, right. to the whole idea like, of it. Right, and then she's, like, all about having Babies. Do -do 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 -do, right. rubbing her big old belly right. and stuff yeah also i thought was dumb he was watching her closely enough to have known where she i guess he just looked all over the house to find the gun she'd stash she didn't have a gun or knife inside her pregnant belly i totally yeah, thought that's we what was like, gonna she happen was like, Waha, boom I all thought, of a sudden she just go, and the pregnant belly explodes yeah. and there's a shotgun behind it i thought a hundred percent for sure she was gonna have a gun in that belly why would you not why wouldn't you're you carrying out a fake pregnant belly you think you're being stalked by a serial killer you're not yeah. even carrying a gun they on you they could have done everything the same they could have still had him stab it blah 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 uh, but, and then when she peels it off, she's got a gun on her and blows him away. Yeah, exactly. That would have exactly. made so much more sense. Yeah, that was a real missed opportunity there. Right. Uh, I also, I did kind of appreciate that she wasn't supposed to be physically a real badass. Yeah, they like, tried that with Aunt, with uh, Ashley Judd right. in the and first it just one. Felt goofy. This one, they didn't try it. It worked better. Especially with Martha Stewart teaching her her <laughs> kung, fu, kung fu moves. Overall, we both agreed this movie was a little bit better than bit, Twisted. Yeah. Not uh, There's no reason to see either of them, no. though. Yeah. Especially with us having spoiled both of the right. twists for you. Yeah, so that's no reason to watch them. Right, so if a better, a better matchup with these two ladies and serial killer movies would be kiss the girls and bone, and bone collector. collector so we'll see maybe at some point i'll do those as well the rematch between angie and jolie and yeah. ashley judd yeah i mean those are at least i remember both of those being, being decent good movies. movies yeah um i think bone collector actually did really well didn't it? i i think it got poor rotten tomato scores i think did it didn't it? do well with critics but it was a totally i, I remember it. it as a totally i remember, fine, I remember enjoying it yeah. watchable version of this kind of movie i was looking into other serial killer movies because I was kind of like, you know, what do these two do wrong that other ones do right? I think they were just boring. And I think I've come to the conclusion I don't much care for this kind of movie. Uh, the they're ones hard that I've, to do well, I think. They are, and, and when they're done well, they do have to focus on some weird aspect of like the detectives or the killer himself. Like Seven, I think, is the pinnacle of the serial Because they're interesting movie. murders and they're like a really elaborate kind of M.O. Yeah, so. and, they, and neither of these had interesting M.O.s or no. even focused at all on the murders. Yeah, neither the, of them did detective work. That's the thing, I think, the difference. There was no, like, you were just waiting for the movie yeah. to tell you. There was nothing to, like, to be like, oh, what does that mean? Like, this is linked, you know, yeah. there's nothing to figure out. You're just kind of waiting for the movie to tell you what happens next. I think other serial killer movies also tend to at least let you get to know the victims a tiny bit. Like, yeah. Bone Collector... You didn't even see the victims yeah. really yeah bone collector you don't know the victims but you see the murders i remember in bone collector there's one guy who's like tied up in the 
in the warehouse and the, the rats cab, eat them to thing, death. They can't open yeah, the cab yeah, the fingers are getting. The, it's like a little kid and you're like, Ooh, and the grandfather. It's a little more visceral. Yeah, it, like the the rats eating the guy to death is yeah. impactful. The woman who's tied up you know, in the high the tide or something. Oh no, the steam. Was yeah, there the drowned? Uh, the grandfather and the, and the granddaughter who were in the cab were tied up in the tide. Oh. And the grandfather drowned. They got the little girl. But, yeah, there, there was a woman who was, like, boiled to death yeah, by steam. Yeah, steam right in her face. And you saw them get captured. You saw the setup. Yeah, it, so, so there was more, more impactful. On. These ones, they were just, like, bodies that dangled or in, places. Or in Twisted, they would show the guy in the bar picking her up for, like, ten seconds. Yeah, you but there was care. nothing about him. I mean, him. you're, like, yeah. some random guy. Right. A random per- character that you and don't know. And in Seven, yeah, they focus on some of the victims, too. There's the one that's, like, still alive right. when they find him. And then there's the guy who fucked the woman to death. You know? Yeah. So, it, yeah. So these ones, they're just, they just didn't have any sense of what could have made them good or yeah. anything like that. And as a result, both of them were failures. Nobody liked these movies. No. So we are representative of the masses. Yeah. I think... That's going to do it for us this week. So uh, if you want to get a hold of us, the email address is faintpraisepodcast at gmail.com. And hopefully you'll join us next week. See ya.